Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents The Last Slumber Party Minute, a minute-by-minute podcast covering Steven Tyler's The Last Slumber Party, copyright 1988. Your host, Daniel R. Budnick. You can call him Dan. Now, listen to this. Episode 67, Minute 67. All is blackness. Chris is dead. Miss her. Miss her. nightmare. I even had a nightmare within the nightmare. God, I must be fucking crazy. I mean, we were all at Linda's, and this crazy guy was after Dr. Sickler, and he killed us and the guys, too. I'm bored out of my skull. Let's go on over to Linda's, okay? Yeah, okay. At one hour, six minutes, three seconds into this movie, it's all a dream-ish. Not quite all a dream. From approximately, let me see, from approximately, 
11 minutes, about 14, 15 seconds in until this moment, it's been a dream. So the opening scene with the gal in the house who gets freaked out by the killer, uh, the body we found, the tracking shot, and the um, first Dr. Sickler scene um, talking about the killer and finding the killer um, not there. Well, we see the killer is not there. And then the, the scene where Chris calls Linda. And then she, Chris lays back on her bed. And it's actually, I just watched it right now, it's actually kind of telegraphed in some respects. Now remember that this is a film that has some of the wonkiest sound design you'll ever hear. I mean, it's wonkier than uh, like a winter beast or wonkier than it's like a frostbiter. And and there's there's a moment in here watch the end of the scene where where Chris Chris leans back she leans back on her bed puts her hands behind her head closes her eyes and then all of a sudden the ambience of her room is replaced by the ambience of uh, outside the hospital you hear me just I got it right here there's a fade into it dissolve into it I'm sorry uh, no it cuts cuts right to it at 11 15 11 16 it cuts right to that shot so it's actually telling you although you wouldn't know it until you went back and and caught the end again it's telling you that yet yeah, this is a dream now that begs the question why is the first sequence in her dream a sequence involving two nurses talking about wanting to get it on with Dr. Sickler. Well, I don't know, Chris. She doesn't seem to show much fondness towards Dr. Sickler, but hmm, that could mean something. I don't know. Because this, to me, this is the first, I mean, once you get that moment, that's that's when she falls asleep. You know, th this sequence, I mean, I think that, I think that probably this nurse and and this guy probably did get killed, but but this has to be that's the way it works. Is is the dream begins when it cuts to this scene when when the when the sound begins to fade when it cuts to this scene. So why is this scene here? Eh, I don't know. I don't know, Doctor Sickler. You know the the nurses like him. Why can't Chris like him too? Hmm? I don't know. Maybe she likes a guy with a good bald spot. I can shave the back of my head. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with shaving, you know, if you need that, Chris. But anyway, so the minute, yeah, she wakes up and she, you know, bursts out of, whoa, and she sits upright. I've almost done that once or twice, but not quite. Normally, I kind of go, <gasps> I've had, lately, I've had some strange anxiety-inducing dreams, and I just, um, drive me up the wall. I had a weird, the weirdest dream the other day. Well, I'll say, I'll save it for the end. You know what? I'll save this dream. I'll write a note. Um... Uh, strange dorm room. Oh God, I hope I remember it when I get to the end. When I get to the last couple minutes, it's all credits. I'd like to give you guys a little something extra in there. And that was a really strange dream. But I'm not going to say it now because there's enough for me to say right now uh, without my audacity screwing up. Come on, audacity! Don't don't be don't 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 do me like that, audacity! Come on. So she uh, she wakes up and it's it's Tracy calling, and I love how. I don't know how many hours we are into summer vacation. I I mean, I would imagine they probably had like... No, no, they didn't have a half day. What, when did they get out? They, it was like 3 o'clock or, or something, wasn't it? And I love the fact that summer vacation has been on now for, what, 
three hours, four hours, whatever it is. They, they got out, what, like three o'clock or something. And Tracy is bored out of her mind. I think that feels like Tracy to me. That she'd be like home, like, well, I don't have any homework to do. And we're not at the slumber party yet. Uh, I, I'd love to think that Tracy is like one of those folks who maybe isn't too long on brains or maybe maybe she got the brains but she doesn't have any imagination so with nothing to do right at that moment you know it's like she doesn't she doesn't have a part-time job they all seem to live in big houses i think they're going to be just fine i i love the fact that she is bored out of her mind already that is a constant um, bit of joy to me um but what else yeah yeah and 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 chris looks really wrought out i mean the funny thing is I don't, I don't, they're not telegraphing it, but at this moment, the big rings under her eyes are completely justified. She actually seems to have a bit of a tear in one eye. It's completely justified. And she hangs up the phone and she looks for the first time in the movie, throughout even the moments when she was after a killer or a killer was after her, she looks severely flustered. And the minute, the, you'd think the minute's going to be just this one long shot with her, but it's not. The, the minute actually ends with a shot of the front of the Sickler house and, um, and a car begins to pull up. And we'll find out whose car it is. I think we might have a pretty good idea whose car it is soon. But we do find out that's why Chris changes her clothes. I guess that's, everyone changes their clothes here. But that's why, one of the reasons why she changes her clothes is because... Um, she's kind of just like sweated these out with this crazy ass dream. She even had a nightmare within a nightmare. It's like, what? I mean, that's, that's some good misdirection, Mr. Tyler. That's some good misdirection. By throwing the dream within a dream, by throwing a dream within the dream, I don't think a, a lot of us thought, I think, I think a lot of us just probably thought we were watching this the first time, like, oh, this is just going off the rails, not realizing it was meant to be a dream. And I guess the thing is that if it was meant to be a dream, first off, we I, I don't know if we're going to get back to that. Why does the first thing she dream, uh, it, why is it a, a sequence about two women talking about wanting to fool around with Dr. Sickler? I guess we can set that aside. We never meet Chris's parents. Maybe it's some sort of stand-in. I don't know. But... We almost have to, I almost want to say we should now, what what should happen in the podcast right now is I should go back to minute 12 when the dream begins and redo every minute from minute 12 to this minute. Well, 66. I don't, I don't think we need to redo uh, this minute. Minute 12 through minute 66 need to be redone and they need to be redone under the theory that yes, it was all a dream was all a beautiful scary ass dream but i'm probably not going to do that but it's an interesting concept that you're sitting here thinking this is only going to be a 71 episode podcast but actually there may be another uh 12 65 like 54 episodes suddenly appear where i take that from a completely different angle but the problem with taking it from that angle is, if it's all a dream, then it is all we're all we are all we are doing the dead by uh, dead of night thing, you know. And suddenly the you know it's it's you know they're pulling up and the killer I don't know what's going to happen. You well, we don't know what's going to happen, but we know that since we have what four minutes left, 
it, it, nothing, it's not going to be nothing happens because they're pulling up to the house. So I'm I'm guessing they're going to pull a dead of night on us. And you're saying, Dan, but you've seen this film 15 times. How could you guess? Because I'm trying to keep up some suspense here, folks. Just give me the benefit of the doubt. We've been talking. You realize, like the average episode of this has been 10 minutes, which means at the end of this, that'll be 670 minutes. I've been talking about Last Slumber Party. What is that? Ten, ten, ten hours? Over ten hours, or so? Or good gravy! I'm surprised I find a lot to talk about, and I have to tell my strange dorm room, strange dorm, strange dorm room dream. It was a weird dream, but I'm that, uh, uh, enough of that. Yeah. So, the bulk of this movie was a dream, folks. You probably guessed that from how crazy things began to get as we went along, and all my talk of time compression and calling the killer the sender. And, and maybe possibly a Time Lord, uh, is was, of course, all Bologna. But, hey, fun nonetheless. I, I, I had a good time. Uh, uh, to any of you who didn't know the movie and who didn't watch ahead, some misdirection can be fun. So I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, I think we are now going to head on to the... Well, that was a post-dream minute, but the rest of the movie, the remaining uh, four minutes are all post-dream too, although I think half of them are credits. But let's... um. Let's uh let's see what the last 4 minutes hold in store and let's let you hear this